Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman and this is Empowering Astrology. And we're doing this on YouTube this week because the internet decided to break and Facebook is down and Instagram is down. So we have to sort of work around things. So good thing I've got background in tech, but if this doesn't work, then so much for my background in tech, but we will have the recorded video. Uh, I will put it up on the various platforms when uh, the various platforms are working. So I got to talk about the astrology this week of October 4th through 10th, 20. 21. Um, one of the things that we probably should talk about is the fact that like this is some pretty intense Mercury retrograde. Now, I know I went into a big spiel last week about Mercury retrograde and how don't fear it. I'm not saying it's not a thing, but I think that uh, sort of this culture of fear around Mercury retrograde is, I don't know, maybe not the best and how retrogrades are time to reflect, go inward, to assess our options, to perhaps do things differently. And certainly doing this on YouTube tonight is a way of doing things differently. We cannot move forward the norm in the way that we normally move forward when Mercury is retrograde. The other thing about this Mercury retrograde is that Mercury turned retrograde in a square to Pluto. So Pluto sort of forces things. It forces the issue. It forces us to look at things. It shows information that's previously been hidden or secreted. So things are being uh, uncovered right now. But um, we're working around the fact that the internet is down. And again, doing this on YouTube. Um, well, if you are if you're new to my work, um, my name is Katie Sweetman, and I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in the New York City area. And normally we gather every week live on Facebook to talk about the astrology and something that I say over and over again is that the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. Meaning how do you show up, interact, work with this astrology? Because astrology is just energy. It's the energy of time. It's this archetypical energy that talks about how life is created. And that energy interfaces with your conscious, your subconscious, your unconscious. And that's why even though we're all experiencing the different, uh, the same astrology, we're experiencing it differently. Um, so yeah, last week, uh, I'm so sorry, Virgo, I just kind of magically skipped over you, which, you know, I, I, my deepest apologies. So that won't happen again when we go through uh, the signs for this week. Um, another housekeeping note, um, and this keeps happening to my colleagues, colleagues, and this is probably the upside to the fact that Instagram is down right now. But um, there keeps keep getting spammer accounts or scammer like they they will clone my account or at least clone you know maybe the last five six seven eight nine posts and then they'll approach people and say and ask them if they want a reading um that's not me um i would never approach you in that way and and use some of the language that people have screenshotted and shown me uh, i unfortunately i can't do anything about it because the, the scammers have me blocked. Um, same thing with my colleagues who are going through uh, the same situation. Um, but like I said, maybe that's the, the plus side of Instagram being down right now. Um, but you know, Mercury retrograde, it's still a thing. It's a time when we have to think, communicate, listen, and interact in a very different way. Um, this week, uh, October, fourth through 10th 2021 um we are in a balsamic moon as we start the week balsamic moon means that we've come to the end of the lunar month this is a lunar month that began uh with these uh the new moon on september 6th the virgo new moon so even though we're in libra season we sort of had this one foot and Virgo season, courtesy of the Virgo new moon and the Virgo lunar month that was still playing out. But here we are full circle. The moon is back in Virgo, but we are preparing for a new lunar month. So typically the two, three days before a new moon is not time to charge forward, to, to take action. It's more time to reflect, to, to to integrate, to look back on what has been, uh, what has been achieved, what has happened uh, since uh, that previous new moon. 
So that is Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday, we have a Libra new moon. So this is the time in the zodiac calendar, or rather the lunar calendar, that the new moon lines up with Libra, and it's a time that over the next four weeks, because that's the length of a lunar month, uh, we are experiencing life through the archetype of Libra. Even though Libra has a reputation for relationships and partnerships and love and romance, um, I don't think that that's really fully what Libra is, even though that's one aspect of it. Libra is a sign, it's a sign of the scales, and it teaches us that life needs balance. Now, what does that mean? Now, if I try to do everything myself and I don't ask for help and I'm sort of stubbornly individualistic, how does the scale work? Well, the scale tips out of balance. Now, if I try to do things by not standing up for myself, what's whatever anybody else wants that everybody, I kind of lose myself in relationships, the scale tips the other way. We need relationships. And this is something astrology teaches us. Saturn, this is a technical point. I say it over and over again. Saturn is exalted and Libra. We need connection. Saturn's in its detriment. And uh, Aries, you know, does this not the best work um, in Aries, a sign of individual individuality, individuality. I don't know why that word is so difficult to say. So Saturn does its best work in Libra. So it says that we need connection. We need to build life. We need to build manifestation. Saturn is a planet of manifestation. We need to build our systems and networks based on equity, fairness, and balance. So you could say on some level, this Libra new moon is looking at life through the lens of equity and fairness and balance. Where is life equal? Where is life not equal? Where is our own scale tipped in either way? How do we reach out to people? How do we forge new connections? That's a thing. Saturn is in Aquarius. Aquarius is also an air sign, just like Libra. So it's about friendships this uh this coming lunar month our, our our communities our social connections our social networks hmm. what about our social networks are are down at the moment um although when i last checked it seemed like facebook was starting to come back online um but it did, i couldn't uh, i couldn't do the live um thing anyway let's not break the internet even further um but if you are watching even if you're watching the replay uh do say hi let me know where you're watching from um i am a little bit of a nerd for the world i just think it's pretty cool that we're watching from australia or africa or europe or even here in the united states where i am um the other thing that's happening this week is that Pluto, on the same day as the Libra new moon, turns direct. Uh, Pluto had has it's been retrograde, uh, I believe, since April. That part's not in my brain. Um, it's April, I think it's April. Um, it's, it's been April for like the last 10 years. Um, but anyway, uh, if you're finding me um, on the, the live, uh, yeah, we had, to, we had to move platforms today. You and all six people watching live, thank you. Um, we're a small intimate gathering today. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Pluto is turning direct. It's been retrograde for about five months. Uh, this is the thing about retrogrades, and I made this point last uh, week. All planets, except for the sun and the moon, turn retrograde. And uh, Pluto, uh, and all, J Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, they spend uh, almost half the year retrograde. This is because they are so far out, um, and that's the, I'll spare you all the astronomy, so it's, it's quite common. So Pluto is turning direct. So what happens when a planet turns direct? It saturates the collective with its archetype. Right now, Pluto, not Pluto, Mercury has, uh, as of a week ago, I believe it's a week ago, has turned retrograde. So that's why all things Mercury retrograde are, are Mercury, are highlighted voice, communication, thinking, learning, listening. But Pluto, what's Pluto? The thing we have to understand about Pluto is that Pluto doesn't work on the same level as Mercury, nor any of what are called the personal planets. Pluto is an evolutionary planet. It was discovered in uh, modern times, uh, 1930. That's, to be fair, not that long ago. There are still people alive on this planet when Pluto was discovered. And Pluto, it's this planet, just like Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, its job is to get us to evolve. And it's to evolve by any means possible. It just does it differently than Uranus and Neptune. 
if Uranus is trying to wake us up to get us to see things differently, then uh, Pluto is holding a mirror to us. What is it showing us? It's showing us the things that we don't want to look at about ourselves, about the world around us. There is the sense that Pluto as an evolutionary force is trying to get us to look at our unconscious, our blind spots. Remember I said that astrology is 50% and that 50% that's you is your conscious, your unconscious, your subconscious. Your unconscious are the things that you have no idea that are even there and they are calling the shots. This is why, for example, you keep uh, repeating the same pattern. You're like, why, why does this keep happening? And maybe the reason is just so deeply buried in your unconscious, it's really hard to tease out. Well, Pluto is like, here, let me help. Let me show you what is deeply buried in your unconscious. And so if we don't own our stuff, then our stuff will show up as these avatars of our unhealed pain and suffering as our shadow. The classic example that I use with Pluto is that we have deeply buried anger. We're afraid to access it. We were told at a young age that it's not safe to express our anger. That's not what we do. So what is, where does that anger go? Well, it doesn't magically disappear. It just goes deep, 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 deep inside the psyche and even into the energetic bodies. And then you'll attract somebody in your life who is a rageaholic. Not to not to blame, not to victim blame, but you're like, why do I keep having a boss like bad bosses, or why do I keep having people with anger issues? Because on some level, they are an avatar of something that you haven't integrated into your conscious self. It's in your unconscious. It could be an emotion. It could be an anger. It could be something else. But it's through Pluto that we truly grow and evolve. If you've been through a Pluto transit, and if you are watching, and you are Capricorn, Libra, uh, Cancer, or Aries, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Your life has not been the same since about 2008. That's because that's how long Pluto has been in Capricorn. Um, but Pluto is really holding the mirror to us this week. And maybe you could make the argument that that's why some of the things are happening in the world today. Um, but uh, Pluto is turning direct. It's turning direct at 24 degrees of Capricorn. Um, so that part of the sky is really hot, especially if you have planets around 24 degrees, especially 24 degrees of Cardinal. Um, and Pluto helps, to, it's not just transformation, it's soul alchemy. When you see your stuff, when you own your stuff, when you shine that light on the things that you don't want to look at, um, something happens, something powerful and something magical. And I mean that in the best possible way, even though it's not easy. If you go through Pluto transit, and you will at various stages of your life, you are forever transformed. And that's that growth and evolution that is needed in order for you to become more conscious. Meaning, to become more conscious means to interface, to use the astrology as an example, to interface with this energy, uh, this energy of time and this archetyp archetypical energy differently. So Pluto is turning direct, same day as a Libra new moon, which means that these energies are seeded into the Libra new moon. Now, if Libra is about equity and fairness and balance, it is about relationships. It's a sign of socialization. So there's something about over the next four weeks, we have to really look at our relationships. We have to look at our relationship shadows, um, our toxic relationships, issues around power and control and abuse. This is sort of Pluto's uh, wheelhouse, unfortunately. Venus, the ruler of the new moon, is also in Scorpio. So it's even though I use what are called uh, traditional rulers, there is that sort of parallel between Pluto and Scorpio. They sort of are in the same wheelhouse, even though I don't use it as a rulership. But to do that Scorpio work is to face yourself, is to be tested by life. It is the necessary work that we all have to do, whether it's Scorpio season, whether it's the season where we have to go through our eighth house or we have to encounter our own Pluto. So this, you know, over the next four weeks, we're doing our relationship work. We're looking at themes of intimacy, vulnerability, safety. Is it safe to open up? Um, can I be intimate? Can I reveal myself, whether it's with a partner or somebody else, an intimate partner or somebody else? So you could argue that this Libra 
for new moon is really about the things that happen behind closed doors sex secrets power control obsession so i say this as you know information for you to examine how your life unfolds through the prism of this Libra new moon that we're going to have on October 6th. It will be at 13 degrees of uh, Libra. I think it's at 7.02 in the morning, uh, Eastern Daylight Time, uh, maybe 7.04. Um, I can't remember the exact date off the top of my head. Um, but then we've got a lot of Mars this week. Mars is also in Libra, and that new moon is making a conjunction to Mars. Um, so again, you know, Mars is a relationship planet. You know, Venus is a relationship. Mars is a relationship that sort of form this uh, duality, this, this dichotomy. So over the coming four weeks, we're taking action. We're feeling very motivated, very driven to do something. Maybe that's in, um, you know, because there's a sense of Libra. It's about equity and fairness. So we sort of feel a sense of justice. We have to stand up for what's right. We have a sense of conviction. But we also need to put things back into balance, our own lives, our own relationships. Um, but it's going to be a very Marsy uh, new moon and Mars energy, whether it's bravery and courage, but Mars energy can also be a little argumentative and pointed. So that's sort of the duality of Mars. This duality to all the planets, not just Mars, and, and you could argue the duality of Pluto is 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 true power, is true soul healing. It's the ability to master the darkest facets of yourself. That's positive Pluto, and that will uh, leave a a mark, positive mark that will take you throughout your life. Um, and then we have, uh, let's see, Sun conjunct Mars. No, wait, back up. Venus goes into Sagittarius on uh, October 7th. So we've been doing Libra season so far through Venus and Scorpio. Venus typically, traditionally, it's not at home in Scorpio, but it just means that Libra just ha has to work a little bit differently. Venus is what we love, it's what we value, it's what we want to spend money on, um, it's how we invest in, in our relationships and things. And But in Scorpio, it's about intimacy and vulnerability and power and control and trust and even the, the darker side. Of relationships but a Venus and Scorpio it doesn't want to do Libra season on a surface level it wants it's like I have Venus and Scorpio so my joke is like I, I don't really I can't trust you unless I see you bleed I can't you know show me your true self you know strip away the veneer of Libra and that's you know Libra can just be a veneer a lot of times but you know Venus and Scorpio really wants to get to the heart and the soul of things. So that's a very different energy than Venus going into Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is about freedom and adventure. Um, it's about exploration, the search for truth, uh, justice, equity. Uh, Sagittarius is a sign of foreign travel, law, philosophy, higher education, religion. So over the next last few weeks of Libra season, we're having a very different energy. It's uh, it's more, it's fire. Sagittarius is fire. Fire to Libra's air is very different than the water of Scorpio to the air of Libra season. Um, but yeah, you know, what we value and what we need is going to be very different uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, Venus, when it goes into Sagittarius, it will start to pick up on uh, recent eclipse degrees, I sort of point that out because Venus on the nodes, I've just noticed that typically there's some sort of relationship story that comes up. Um, there's a relationship uh, crossroads, uh, something feels faded. Uh, I know that word is a big word, faded. Um, but it also, you know, see what's going on in your relationships and how this week threads away back to, say, we had eclipses on um, May 26 of 2021 and then also on uh, June 10th of 2021 and then we had eclipses six months before that but yeah Venus is going to start to pick up on eclipse degrees uh, speaking of eclipses this lunar month the one that begins on October 6 is the last lunar month before the Scorpio new moon on November 4th and that lunar month has an eclipse in it so we're sort of on the edge where like we're going to start to see a little bit of eclipse energy poking in and 
I guess this is a good segue into the astrology of this week and Saturn turning direct on uh, October 10th, Sunday, October 10th. When I was looking at the astrology of this year, there were a couple of months that really popped out. And all year long, we're having something called Uranus Square, uh, Saturn Square Uranus. Saturn's in Aquarius, Uranus is in Taurus. And the metaphor that I've been using this whole time is that it's as if we have one foot and a new life, and one foot and an old life, and we're feeling the tension and the pull between these, these two lives. And the three dates of the Saturn-Uranus square were February 17th of 2021, June 14th, and the last one, which hasn't happened yet, will be December 24th. But we're going to have these intermediary intermediate points between these three dates these three dates are like stress points but stress is not bad they're like contractions of energy it's like birth but then august was one of those months where i was just like the astrology looks really crazy in august and i mean it certainly was for me i don't know about you definitely seems like it was for my clients um and then the next stress point seemed like it was going to be around October 10th, because when Saturn turns direct, again, when a, when a planet uh, changes direction, it saturates the collective with its archetype. And what is Saturn? Its rules, its structures, its boundaries, its limitations, accountability, its maturity and growth, and sort of the energy that we all need to step into at different points of our life, if not every day. You know, Saturn talks about our manifested world and our manifested lives. What are we working towards? Building, constructing. But Saturn turns direct in a square to Uranus. Um, and so that energy gets activated again. Saturn, on a very traditional level, it doesn't want to change things. It wants to build. And think about a building. Like, what happens if you were constantly shifting around the foundation? That building would have a hard time standing up now what happens when saturn squares uranus and its stations well it's like tectonic plates so that's where we are right now we don't really get a full clear idea about where things are landing until next um i was gonna say spring say spring in the northern hemisphere but um we're not going to really see things start to find their place until about april may 2022 so there's something about october 10th and the dates around october 10th especially if you are a capricorn or an aquarius or if you are a fixed sign of taurus leo scorpio and aquarius or i said aquarius um you're really feeling this energy these are the four signs and plus five you include uh capricorn that are really feeling the the, the most energy this year because your life does not look the way that it did I would not bet money, but it's probably uh, your life does not look the, look the same way that it did in January of 2021. So your lives are changing. So Saturn turning direct says, okay, we've done the retrograde since May. I think that's when Saturn went retrograde, which says that all the things that we were doing and building, constructing, we now have to, we were reflecting on, we were reorganizing, uh, figuring out this is what we really want to do. And then direct, it's more forward motion. It's like, all right, it's time to continue to construct and build and, and put down foundation and step forward. And we all, and this is something that um, I'll touch on in the, when I go sign to sign in a moment, um, we all have one area of our life where Saturn is, wherever the Aquarius area of your life, Saturn has been uh, building and constructing, but also setting a higher bar for you since 2020. You cannot um, mess around wherever Saturn is, wherever Saturn is right now, you have to sort of show up and be uh, an adult as unfortunately, that's just how Saturn works. It's Saturn is trying to get us to become to become our highest potential. So this week, this weekend is really trying to push us to become into our highest potential. But because Pluto is in the mix, we may have to face what's in the way what's our saboteur how do we not show up how do we self-destruct how do we go against ourselves and so we've got a lot of intense energy this week i did briefly mention sun conjunct mars that will be on friday october 8th um just continuing with that feisty mars energy this week so 
I'm going to go around the Zodiac um, and uh, thank you all for if you <laughs> managed to find me live, all 15 of you uh, here on, face, on on Instagram, not Instagram, on YouTube. But um, we'll go around the Zodiac now. Um, Aries. So we got a Libra new moon. Uh, Libra is your relationship sign, Aries. So this is the next four weeks. Put the spotlight on relationships. And I don't just mean romantic relationships. It's about how do you interact, socialize, and connect with someone on a one-to-one -one level. But of course, this can include uh, romantic and intimate relationships. This is your friendly reminder Aries, you cannot do things alone, especially because Mars, your planet, Aries, is over also in Libra. So this is some sort of big new month for you, Aries. I will say that the energy of this new moon points over to your eighth house, your eighth room that I like to call it. So there's something about the next four weeks where you have to face yourself. You have to look at themes around intimacy and vulnerability and power and control and money. Um, who has money, who doesn't have money, uh, resources, trust, and even secrets. So this is a, a bit of an intense um, new moon for you, Aries, especially because Pluto is also turning direct. Pluto, it's been in your sign, your career sign since January of 2008. The idea is that over a 16 arc period of time, yes, 16 years of which you have probably two and a half, two years left, um, that your professional life, your professional ambitions, the role that you play in the world, the direction of your life is completely altered. It's like Pluto started to rip everything out back in 2008, 2009, and, and things got probably really interesting in 2010, 2011, when Uranus went into Aries. But um, I digress, We're focusing on this week. But yeah, relationships this week, Aries. Taurus. Um, where to start? Because there's just so much going on for you uh, this week, Taurus. I mean, for one, Venus, your planet switches signs. It's been in Scorpio, your relationship sign. It goes in the Sagittarius, the sign where you have to go and face yourself and look at your intimacies and your vulnerabilities, your secrets, your shadows, your psyche. So you're doing a bit of deep work this week, uh, looking at yourself, feeling your feelings. Um, but then we have a Libra new moon and libra for you uh taurus is what's called your sixth sign so there's a focus on work and health and projects um taking care of your body uh, mars is there so you've been really working wherever mars is where you typically there's a lot of energy and when it's in this part of the chart you're working you're working hard uh, maybe you're using this energy constructively and getting some exercise but really focus on your health and wellness and use this new moon to really set uh, some healthy goals moving forward. Uh, but here's the other thing, Saturn turning direct, turns direct in your career sign. Um, yeah, Aquarius is your career sign. So there's something about that this week or even next week that's part of a greater story that's been unfolding since 2010, Taurus, meaning what do you wanna be when you grow up? What do you wanna do when you grow up? Who do you, what role do you wanna play in the world? And for some Tauruses this past year, you've really t taken a step up. You have stepped into new roles and responsibilities. But for some of you, not a criticism, like you need to restructure, redo your career differently. And maybe even for others, you are um, having a career change. Because right uh, this month and even this year, Saturn is turning square to Uranus. And so whatever you are doing in the world, um, I don't care what it is, but it has to be truly aligned to you. That's the thing about Uranus energy. It doesn't like uh, being something, doing something that's not really authentic as much as that word is overused. Um, doing something that's not authentic to who you are. So there might be some career rumbles this week, uh, Taurus, or just rumbles in your direction in life and sort of how you want to define your place in the world. Um, but don't worry, Taurus, you got it. Gemini. Um, Libra new moon. Libra new moon. Libra is your fifth 
sign, the fifth sign is about self-expression, creativity, really uh, revealing who you are. And to have Mars there as well, you've got a lot of uh, fire and, and creativity and pizzazz and, and maybe even a little bit of sass too. Libra, but this is a time to focus on, um, you know, what makes you you and, and really and, and as overrated or underrated truly as this is, um, we have to make space for passion. We have to make space for pleasure and fun and, and joy because if we don't have those energies, we get burnt out. So if you are burnt out, Libra, how do you get back to you? How do you get back to the things that really uh, help you to express who you are. Um, Venus is in your sign of health and wellness, work and projects. So this might, you might need to actually start working on something, start a project, start a creative project, um, or really take concrete steps to put you or put you, your you into, into something. Um, that said, I will say, uh, Gemini, that Saturn is turning direct. Um, you have to figure out what you believe in. That's sort of the, the mandate right now. You've been doing a lot of soul searching over the last few weeks. Um, cancer. So this new moon is in the bottom of your chart. The bottom of the chart is about home and family roots and foundation. Um, where do you want to live? What's where, what's home? Who's home? Where's home? Uh, this is the new moon that typically coincides with a move. I'm not saying every uh, cancer out there is in the process of moving, but certainly home and family demand your attention right now. I say demand because Mars is in the mix and wherever Mars is, things are not uh, quiet on the home front. So maybe you've been really busy in your home environments. Maybe there's been a lot of people over or just things happening. Um, a lot of proverbial fires to put out with family. Um, that said, uh, maybe you're looking at issues around f uh, creating a family, starting a family, or even being yourself in your home environment. Um, that said, Saturn is a major player in your chart. Uh, Cancer, Saturn is your relationship planet and it's turning direct. So look at your relationships, look at some sort of story with a relationship that maybe has been on hold or not fully resolved since uh, last May and maybe something's happening. Maybe something's coming out. Uh, maybe you have to have a relationship change or maybe you and a partner just need to do things differently. Um, Leo, Leo, you're one of those signs along with Taurus and Scorpio and Aquarius that are in a little bit of a pickle this year. Uh, Leo, uh, Libra is what's called your third sign. So this is a lunar month that is focusing on voice and communication, ideas, information. How do you think, listen and learn? So this is typically a time that's educational focused, or maybe you're writing something, or maybe it's all about the things that you are thinking or saying over the next four weeks. And to be fair, Mars is there too. So you probably have a lot to say. You're super motivated to get your point across at the moment. Um, the question is, how do you do that a little bit more diplomatically? Um, that said, uh, you know, Pluto is turning direct in your sign of health and wellness. This is just part of a greater arc of time, Leo, where you have to change your relationship with your body, with your health and even um, being here in this world. Uh, but the really the main story, Saturn turning direct in um, Aquarius, your, uh, your relationship sign. And this is just your reminder that relationships are an area this, this year, Leo, that are going to see a big shifts, big shifts in how you do relationships, your connection with an intimate partner, um, connecting with people in general. Um, there's a bit of a quiet or not so quiet revolution that's happening. Um, but don't forget that Uranus is in your career sign um, over the next few years. It's been there since 2018, 2019. So Leo, you're seeing a lot of big changes um, in your professional life as well. Um, 
Virgo, Virgo, I will not forget you this week. I'm so sorry, Virgo. Uh, culpa. So Libra is your second sign. The second sign is about money and income, how you spend money and what you value and what you invest your time in and even your self-worth. And so this is a new moon to get, you know, back to basics, back to the things that you need to have and own in order to feel safe and secure in, in this world nothing wrong with money we all live in a physical world we need to make sure we that we take care of our needs but do question value you know with the energies that are that are happening this month maybe you need to kind of question what you are valuing or how you earn a living but that said it is about a month about really um Maybe making new choices with your spending. You know, Venus is over in your third sign of Scorpio. Um, yeah, maybe making some different choices or, or doing some research and investing or looking at things a little bit differently and how you spend your money or even, even make your money. Um, do look at self-worth. That's always a good place to, to start because we can't take care of ourselves more than we actually think that we are worth. Um, but that said, Pluto is turning direct at the bottom of your chart. You are 14 years, almost 14 years into a 16 year story of completely ripping out the foundation of your life. And if you, if you are a Virgo, wait, oh wait, sorry, doing wrong astrology. Pluto is in your fifth sign. Skipping ahead to Libra. Um, Pluto is in your fifth sign. So you are 14 years into a 16 year story of completely ripping out you meaning you need to be you virgo don't let anything or anyone get in the way i mean i mean that in the best way possible do not self-sabotage do not limit um and really value who you are because maybe that's where you're doing your deep pluto work right now i will say saturn is turning direct in your sign of health and wellness this is a larger chunk of time a three-year chunk of time where you have to take your health seriously um, so if you've been dealing with a health challenge, maybe there's some information or part of the story shifts uh, this week or, or, or next week. I, I will say Mercury retrograde sometimes is a good time if there is a health challenge to get a second opinion or to look at things from a different perspective. Maybe you get the information that you need that you don't have when Mercury is direct. But um, yeah, that's what's happening this, um, I mean, your planet Mercury is retrograde. That's just your time to reflect, go in, and to see things from a different perspective. But I think with Mercury and a square to Pluto, this is a lunar month where you need to really do a lot of transformation work. Libra. Happy, happy birthday, Libra. Happy Libra new moon. If your birthday is on October 6th, plus or minus a couple of days, the coming year of your life is going to be a powerful new beginning. Now you have Mars in your sign right now. It's been there, uh, I believe, since September 14th. So Mars in your sign, you're on fire. You're motivated. You want to take action. You want to move forward. You're feisty and maybe, you know, you're used to playing it nice, but you're not playing it nice so much right now with Mars in your sign. You know, Venus is retrograde in Libra, so you're really, you can't be so impulsive right now, Libra. You do have to sort of take a step back and think about things differently with Mercury retrograde. But um, I will also add that Pluto is turning direct in your sign of home and family. It's quite hard to say for Virgo, but it's not true. Pluto is turning direct in your sign of home and family. So you are 14 years into a 16 year story of completely ripping out the foundation of your life. And I know that that's an intense um, statement, but if you are a Libra, I'm pretty sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so Pluto is, says it's like the soil that your life, you've been growing in your whole life. And then you've been doing this over the last decade. You have to get down to almost like the studs of what do you need in order to feel safe and secure? What do you need in order to feel supported and nourished? And maybe there's a family matter that comes up with Pluto Direct. Maybe you need to make a change in your home because your home as a physical thing, it doesn't, it's not gonna support you. It's not gonna get you to where you need to get to. I, I, I know that 
because Saturn is also in your fifth sign that this is a, uh, a year where you really need to do the, some work, Libra, um, not singling you out, because I just noticed that with Saturn square Uranus, it is time to really face your inner saboteur, your self-saboteur, um, your self-destructive tendencies. We all have them, of course, but the, you might be feeling a lot of intense emotions with this new moon and sort of these bigger questions of like, all right, well, how do I move forward? How do I take action? And I think with Venus in your second sign, like don't forget to, to value yourself, to invest in yourself and to really make sure that everything is coming from a stronger sense of self-worth and groundedness. Scorpio, you are a fixed sign and the fixed signs are not so fixed right now. So, what does that mean to be a fixed sign? Well, Scorpio, you're one of those signs that your job is to keep things nice and easy and grounded and, and not make changes. But that's the irony because everybody thinks Scorpio is a sign of change. And my joke is that Scorpio only likes change when it is in control. And that's the thing about Scorpio right now. We're not in control at the moment. So Scorpio is learning to go with the flow. Um, sort of that message is even more so this lunar month because the Libra new moon is the new moon that comes right before Scorpio season and it comes right before the Scorpio new moon. So you've reached the end of your, your, your personal calendar. To have a new moon in your 12th house means that it's time to let go to connect with your spirituality, to not force or push the ego to be in that sense of divine flow. That might sound a little bit um, cheesy, but as a Scorpio, I'm saying this, but yes, be in the divine flow. Um, and this is a time when you have to do a lot of soul searching and preparation for the coming um, new moon, but that will be in November when you sort of start your season. Um, that said, this is typically a time, especially with Mars and your 12th, where you are, you don't have as much energy. I will say this is a very traditional astrology uh, comment, um, protect your health, because to have a new moon on your planet, Mars, and it's in detriment, um, sometimes that can make you a little bit susceptible to things. So lay low, Scorpio, take it easy, don't push. Um, Check in on your spirituality, um, disassemble the things that need to be disassembled and prepare for the things that need to be prepared for. Because Scorpio, especially as you go into that next new moon in November, like your life is uh, shifting and changing. And there's a huge focus right now on family and settling down. It doesn't matter what age you are, um, but you're really thinking about putting down roots. But those roots might be in a very different place or a very different place emotionally than they were before because Saturn is square, Uranus. Uh, that said, Pluto turns direct in uh, Capricorn. Uh, take your voice seriously. Look at how you use your voice and even if your voice is being used to destructive means, that has to change. Um, Sagittarius. So Venus, uh, your planet, it leaves Scorpio and which is what's called your 12th sign. And then it goes into Sagittarius. So you've sort of had this new beginning, uh, renewal, uh, awakening as Venus goes into your sign on October 7th. That said, the Libra new moon is in your 11th sign. And so as you get to the, you know, the last couple of signs of the Zodiac, you're sort of coming to the end of a personal story, a personal journey and you're now Sagittarius looking ahead. Okay, well, what are my plans for the future? What do I want the rest of the year to look like? What do I want 22 to look like? I mean, to be fair, uh, as, as best as anybody can plan these days, I mean, for goodness sake, uh, Facebook was not working today. And um, this is why you always have to have contingency plans. Um, but that said, Sagittarius, um, the next uh, four weeks with the lunar month, it's about friendships, about community, and maybe having to deal with something in a friendship or deal with something in your community, because Mars sort of pokes and pushes at things. Um, that said, you know, with Venus in your 12th sign, the energy of the new moon pointing towards the 12th, how do you look at what's in your unconscious, the, your blind spots, the things that you are not seeing? Um, that said, Saturn is turning direct in your third sign, voice and communication. Got to take your voice and take communication seriously. Pluto turns direct 
in your second sign, gotta take money seriously, but also really look at this longer story of transformation and money and transformation and self-worth that you've been doing since 2008. Uh, Capricorn. So Libra is your 10th sign. So it's in a way that sort of echoes Capricorn's energy. You've sort of reached the top of your personal chart, the top of your personal mountain. So this next four weeks is about your public reputation, your place in the world, the title after your name, uh, your career. And the next four weeks might give you a perfect opportunity to get a new job, to make a shift, um, to see a change in your professional environment. Mars is also up there and Mars has a tendency to make things happen. So either you are super motivated to go and hunt and get what you want in your professional life or Mars is sort of shifting and shaking things up. Um, Mars does speak to a career peak because you have a lot of energy and drive to really get your ambitions at the moment. But Mars can also be, you know, poke at things. So maybe you're dealing with a couple of professional fires at the moment. No big deal. I'm pretty sure you got it handled, Capricorn. Um, that said, your planet Saturn turns direct on October 10th. So you sort of are leaving this retrograde phase of pulling in and reflecting how things can move forward in a different way. But Saturn is turning direct in a square at Uranus. So do remember Capricorn that this is a year. I know you've been through a lot over the last decade, but this is a year of awakenings and breakthroughs and really seeing where the system of your life has to transform. It's kind of non-negotiable and October is one of your stress points this year uh, again and then the next stress point is going to be in November and then we got another stress point in December but it's sort of these um, waves of change and transformation that Capricorn in particular is going through this uh, month and uh, speaking of transformation Pluto turns direct in your sign do not lose sight of the greater story of transformation that you've been navigating since January of 2008. If your birthday, if you were late Capricorn, if you were born around the 16th, the 15th, 16th, um, 17th of January, uh, you're really feeling this time the most. Um, Aquarius. So Libra is your ninth sign. When you have a new moon in your ninth sign, the next four weeks are about you know these bigger ideas that your life rests upon, the, the things that you believe in, your faith, your truth. It's also about education, higher education, uh, foreign travel, long distance travel, but there's a need to sort of look out there into the world, Aquarius, and figure out what you believe in or what you what do you stand for? What, what's your what are your convictions? Um, but on a mundane level, you may be traveling more. You may be thinking about travel, planning travel. Um, if you are a writer, this is a time to publish or somebody who creates content. So you're putting it out there in the world. Um, but you know, maybe that Mars uh, says that you have a little bit of opinions at the moment. So just be um, a little bit diplomatic with the things that are getting launched out there in the world, Aquarius. Um, but that said, Aquarius, you're one of those signs that's in a little bit of a tight spot this year. Saturn, your planet, is turning direct on October 10th. It's doing it in Capricorn. Capricorn is not Capricorn. It's turning direct in your sign. God, I went back in the time machine for that. Saturn is turning direct in Aquarius, your sign. Um, and do remember, Aquarius, that between 2020 and tw in the beginning of 2023, the bar is set higher in your life. You are in a time of major milestones. You're in a time of stepping up to a higher bar. You need to um, demonstrate more maturity and responsibility. The more that you do that, the, the happier that Saturn is. That's just the way that it works. Um, but I will say that when Saturn is in your sign, it's typically a heavier time. Um, so maybe it's been a little bit of a heavy time since 2020, but the idea is that when you get to the end of this period, there's something has concretized, something has taken shape and form in your life because that's what Saturn does and makes things real. So you're experiencing real life at the moment and maybe a lot of personal things have to shift as Uranus is down in your part of the chart about home and family. Home and family is in the midst of major shifts 
and transformation at the moment. But uh, that said, Venus is leaving your career sign. It will go into your sign of friends and community on the 7th of October. Um, Pluto turns direct in Capricorn and Capricorn is your 12th sign. So pay attention to your dreams, your intuitions, your the things that you don't normally look at, they're in your blind spot. Um, but I will say Aquarius is a little bit of an intense time, so just make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Pisces, now we've reached the end of the zodiac. So Pisces, uh, Libra is what I like to call your eighth room, meaning there is a space that we all have to go to. Um, this just happens to be your personal time uh, to face yourself, to do the work, to be tested by life. Unless you, ex unless you examine your life, you don't grow, you don't transform. That's just the way that it works. So this is your designated time and your personal zodiac calendar to do the work. So if you're feeling a lot of emotions come up, how are you going to address them, heal them, face them? Do you need to work with a therapist? Do you need to work with a counselor or a trusted friend? But you know, this new moon is poking on some deeper points. Mars is there as well. Venus is over in your ninth. So maybe this is about, you know, what do I, what do I believe in? What's my truth? What's my faith? Do I have faith? And that's the thing about life is that sometimes it comes at us and we lose faith. We question our faith. We question everything. So maybe you're doing a lot of soul searching uh, this lunar month, Pisces. I will say Saturn it's in Aquarius, it's turning direct in Aquarius. And I've been saying this to my Pisces clients, but from 2020 until March of 2023, Saturn is in your 12th sign. So you're not in this phase of life where you are constructing and building. You are, but it's in a place that you can't see. It's invisible. It's like you're building and constructing on a spiritual level, not on a physical level. So Pisces is a little bit hard right now because you sort of feel like the more that you try to build and construct, it's like trying to build a sand castle on the edge of the water. These things are just dissolving at the moment. Here's another, another metaphor. You know, I think with Pisces, it's like you're in, in a room with a lot of boxes and these boxes are filled with the last 30 years or the last decade or whatever. And you have to go through everything and figure out what you're going to bring with you into the next chapter of your life. Because the thing that once Saturn crosses into Pisces in March of 2023, the things that are with you are with you, meaning they've left the non-manifested world of the 12th and gone into the manifested world of the first, your sign, Pisces. So be very diligent about this week, this weekend, uh, next week, because it's trying to show you the things that you're not supposed to be holding on to or be attached to or help you to see things from a deeper spiritual level or connect with the inner guidance or the inner truth or the inner faith of this time. Um, but uh, that said, look at your friendships, look at your community. Those are things that might be shifting and shaking uh, this week. Um, yeah, Venus goes into your career sign of Sagittarius. You've got a little bit of a support and boost over the coming few weeks before Venus goes into Capricorn. I think it's at the end of this month, but uh, or next month. But there you go. There are the 12 uh, signs for you. Of course, read for or listen for your rising sign. Uh, if you know your rising sign, or I know many of you listen to this for your friends, your 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 partners, your lovers. But um, yeah, uh, that's your look at the astrology of um, October 4th through 10th, 2021. We were doing this on YouTube because, uh, you know, Mercury Retrograde decided to get cute. Um, a little side note, um, unrelated. I did an interview on Thursday on Instagram. Hopefully Instagram's working again um, with Melissa of... Um, Oh my God, I'm blanking on her her, her Instagram handle. Um, sorry, I'm sorry, Melissa. I do have the link in the show notes. And I do have the link elsewhere, but I did Instagram live. We talk about astrology. We also talk about psychic mediumship and how I use both psychic mediumship and astrology in my work. Um, but um, we had a really interest, interesting chat, but you can go to the show notes here on YouTube or you know this is gonna be over on Facebook at one point or if you're on Spotify, 
Instagram, uh, IGTV, at some point, all these platforms are going to be working. But um, that is your look at the astrology of October 4th through 10th, 2021. Happy Mercury retrograde. Things are a little funny at the moment. Um, thank you for all of the people that were watching this live. It's not how we normally do this. But uh, until next week, uh, hopefully over on Facebook. But until then, take care. Bye.